Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, everybody, it's the Crypto Lark here. Today, we are finally getting to talk to Craig from the team over at Nav. He is the head developer over there. He's going to be sharing with us all of the stuff that's going on over at Navcoin. Craig, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me along. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's an absolute honor. Now, I think the first place to start off would be for anybody who hasn't really heard a lot about Nav before. Can you just give us the elevator pitch? What is Nav and what do you guys do? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, Navcoin is cryptocurrency, right? Um, it's based on Bitcoin originally. Um, we've been publicly traded since about 2014 and kind of right off the bat, we tried to um, differentiate a bit from Bitcoin, obviously, and from the other cryptocurrencies out there. So we implemented proof of stake uh, for our mining algorithm. Um, we implemented uh, fast transactions and, of course, lower fees. And with um, the implementation of proof of stake, it also means that um, the actual maintenance of the network is is very low as well, like uh, in terms of power costs and things like that. So as well as those sort of just fundamental differences, um, we're, of course, a privacy coin. And all that stuff was sort of really starting to kick off in 2014. And um, we wanted to develop our own sort of unique solution to um, solving private transactions. And um, we built NavTech, which is a dual blockchain powered private payment platform. And um, yeah, been sort of working on that, refining it since then, and also adding um, some extra <coughs> products to our to our feature set to try and really um, hone in on simplifying cryptocurrency, because especially things like privacy, it's really complicated, right? And um, we're trying to make things simpler, like um, we've put out our NavPi, Raspberry Pi staking unit. Mm-hmm. We're just about to put out NavPay, which is like a whole suite of mobile and web wallets. And um, now we're really sort of, with that kind of solid base of products out there, we're really trying to focus on second tier products um, that work on top of our existing systems, like Polymorph for um, providing private payments for multiple cryptocurrencies. And of course, yep. the ADAP platform as well, which extends on the functionality that we've built around our NavTech private payment processor. Great. Well, we're going to come to the details of some some of those different features here in a few minutes. I got to say straight off, though, proof of stake. I love it. You know, it's when you see the statistics about how much energy Bitcoin's using, it's shocking. It really is, you know, so to actually have proof of stake models, definitely the way forward. Now, you do have to have that staking. You know, it's not just a set it and forget it kind of thing. Now, you do get you guys do offer the Raspberry Pis through your website for anyone who wants to actually buy one of those in order to stake their nav. Yeah, um, yeah, we do. Uh, we also just offer the straight up image for that as well. So if anyone has their own Raspberry Pi and they want to install it on there, it's pretty easy. You just flash it onto your SD card. Um, yeah, I mean, the the power cost, uh, power consumption of proof of work is just through the roof. I mean, you see it coming through every day now. What was it that um, Bitcoin mining takes more power than the entire country of Ireland or something, you know, like it's it's ridiculous. Whereas, you know, um, 
you can run one of these navpies which maintains the network for like cents a week it's it's definitely a much more eco-friendly option and something we're really interested in that's great that's great now nav's solution to privacy is dual blockchains so basically yeah. i would send you a transaction it would get switched over to the second blockchain and then switch back over something like that to end up to you what why did you choose that over like you know for example this year the the really popular thing everyone's doing it zk snarks it's a good time are, are you yeah. guys going to implement this or do you think that the dual blockchain has certain advantages over those other privacy features yeah well i mean at the time when we developed this originally zk snarks hadn't been invented yet right um and it is a really cool technology and it's 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 it definitely provides some interesting stuff like um i mean the fact that you can encrypt the inputs into a transaction and then that can be verified without the miner even knowing what the inputs to a transaction are it's definitely interesting technology it's all still very complicated and um very new as well you know um you really have to be once you start digging into how it works under the scene you really have to be essentially like a mathematician to really get how it works. Um, so the fact that it's so complicated and so new, we're a little bit hesitant to sort of implement it into some of our technology just at the minute. I mean, our approach is different to to the other coins like ZK Snarks and also, you know, XMR with ring signatures and one-time drives of things. All super interesting technologies. Um, our kind of approach is that we want to provide um a different yeah the real the real ethos of it was to provide a different way that other people weren't yeah doing. just providing sort of security through the fact that there's there's multiple different ways and you just can pick what suits them and, and what's sort of right for them i guess yeah that's great you know i really like that actually it's uh everyone else is doing zk snarks so do something different do your own thing and that's that's powerful too actually i think now a lot of excitement recently has been around nav pay so can you tell us a little bit exactly what is nav pay and why should we be excited about that yeah sure well nav pay is something we've been working on for a while now and um it's pretty close to being uh released we've been running a beta test for it for the last six weeks or so and we're hoping to release the the full public launch before christmas um essentially it started out as a fork from the copay web wallet family and um you know uh it's essentially a thin client for transacting with navcoin and it's fully javascript based which is which is quite um quite unique and also really easy to work with and really to, really easy to make cross-platform right so we're able to work on one um code base and we're able to put it out as a web wallet and as a mobile wallet and as a desktop wallet and all of these things so we sort of started off with the base of um of copay and then of course um, we added in our own features so we've also added in the navtech private payments into the mm -hmm. uh, navpay wallet which means you'll be able to send private transactions directly from your mobile device so that's probably the most exciting feature i think of it um, it's also just yeah very easy to use it's a thin client so you don't have to download the entire blockchain but you still do all of the important security stuff on your actual device so you're always in control of your private keys you've got the recovery seed phrases and all that good stuff as well. Awesome. Awesome. It's nice, uh, nice addition to the, the nav package overall. I think, I think now one other thing that I found very interesting is polymorph. Now, can you tell us 
what is Polymorph and how is that working and how is that going to work? Yeah, sure. So this sort of comes under the what I said at the start in terms of our second tier products. So the idea of this is that we've engaged um, Changely, uh, who's an instant exchange um, in a partnership for this project. And essentially what we want to do is be able to um, use our Navtech private uh, payment processor to process any of the 35 cryptocurrencies that they, they have up for public exchange. Um, essentially how it works sort of behind the scenes is you can create an order with Polymorph and um, you could send Bitcoin which will get uh, which will get exchanged with with um, Changely into Navcoin and then the Navcoin goes through our private payment processor and then it can get exchanged back into Bitcoin or Litecoin or whatever you want out the other end as well. So we're sort of using Nav and Navtech as a middleman um, between any of these cryptocurrencies that they are able to exchange in order to provide um, private payments for multiple currencies like Bitcoin or Litecoin or Dash or whatever. Great, so essentially if, if I walk into a, a shop and they uh, accept Litecoin, for example. Yeah. I can pay using Polymorph with my Navcoin, essentially. Yeah, absolutely, because it works with Instant Exchange as well. So the input could be Nav, or and the output could be Litecoin, or the input could be Bitcoin and the output, output Litecoin as well. Um, yeah, you've got all those sort of options. You can choose what goes in and what goes out, and essentially we convert it all to and from Nav and um, send it through our private payment gateway. Awesome. That's that's really, in a lot of ways, I think the future for digital currency payments is technology like this, because if somewhere only takes Bitcoin and you're an Ethereum Dash Litecoin Nav enthusiast, for example, you're kind of out of luck. But with this, you can come in and say, oh, okay, you take Bitcoin, that's fine. Let me just uh, da -da -da, polymorph it, send it over. And that makes, of course, the whole process very easy. Yeah. Now, one of the things that really got me excited about the nav project was adaps anonymous daps now sure can you i know you guys are still working on the white paper and it's still a bit in development for exactly what that's going to look like but can you kind of tell us what you've got so far what your vision is for it what will be the use cases for it for example sure well anonymous daps um if anyone's unfamiliar with the term uh, ADAPS simply stands for Anonymous Decentralized Applications. Um, and the whole project sort of came from looking how we can expand the capabilities of the second blockchain that we use to process Navtech private payments. At the moment, um, Navtech essentially operates as a decentralized application that sort of sits on top of its own blockchain. But yeah, we want to sort of open that up and allow other people to build encrypted applications on top of um, that blockchain the same way that they uh, the same way that we've built Navtech on top of it. So you know um, we've been planning this for quite a while and we're looking to release more public information about it next year. But um, yeah, the planning the technical side of it's all pretty much hammered down. Um, when we when we started looking at this platform, we really um, also sort of surveyed the existing landscape of of app platforms and DAP platforms and try to figure out how we could sort of, you know, not just replicate them, but really improve them. So we're hoping that what we're gonna release is gonna solve a lot of the issues that are seen in current DAP platforms, as well as providing sort of um, extended privacy features to both application developers and application users. Um, we've designed a, 
encrypted communication pr protocol that sits on top of the network um, that essentially allows people to communicate with apps without knowing their location, uh, their physical location, just by communicating with them by their public key address. And the same when a, when an application is communicating back to back to a user, they won't actually know where they are. Um, so it really helps to disconnect the user from the application and protect their privacy. Part of um, part of what we've been trying to achieve as well, uh, along with you know the the ethos of what we do at Nav is really around simplifying things. So we're trying to simplify. Um, building these uh, dApps, right? Because at the moment, it's a hugely complicated thing, right? You essentially have to be an economist and a cryptographer and a developer as well. And like a, um, all of these things just to get a simple dApp sort of up off the ground with with no flaws in your contracts and all these types of things. Mm -hmm. So we're really looking at how we can simplify that process and also um, lower the barrier to entry to developers. So we've kind of, um, designed it in such a way that you could build your DAP in any language that you're currently familiar with. We're gonna be largely targeting JavaScript and sort of web technologies because they're um, higher saturation in terms of developers. And yeah, really just try and make it sort of easy for people to, to develop on these platforms. I'm glad you mentioned that about the languages because that was going to be my next question. What programming languages does it use? But uh, that's awesome. So it's going to be very user-friendly for developers. Give that... Uh, privacy potential. I really like it. I think this is a really powerful feature of NAV overall as a project. I mean, obviously the cryptocurrency is great and NAV pays great, but actually providing this platform where people are going to be able to come in and build on top of it. Yeah. That's really cool. I really like that. That's great. Yeah. Now, yeah. recently you've launched a community fund. Well, I guess the community fund vote. Now, has that vote finished yet? So the vote's still ongoing. Um, we originally only slated it for four weeks. Um, we've had quite an overwhelming positive response uh, by the community on it. Um, one of the issues is that to cast your vote, you need to update your wallet. So there's a bit of a, a communication gap really communicating with some of the people who are staking coins um, to get them to vote. Mm -hmm. When you look at actually the numbers of people who are voting um, and how they're voting, it's overwhelmingly in support of uh, the community fund. Something like you know, 92% of people voting are voting for it. Um, so we've extended the community vote out and we're just trying to get hold of people who are still using old wallets and getting them to update and have their say. Because of course, you know, we're a community driven coin in the end of the day and we really do care about what our community thinks and we don't want to just um, railroad stuff through, especially when it affects how much they will be taking in their stake rewards. Mm -hmm. So you know, we're really conscious about that and we want to make sure that everyone's informed and everyone is able to have their say in it. Great. Yeah. And for anyone who kind of hasn't been up to date on that, uh, currently, and I suppose previously soon, NAV is a 5% yearly staking reward. That's going to be dropping to 4% with 1% of that staking reward now going to fund the community fund. Yeah. Now, what are the plans? What are you going to do with that one percent? Well, all of that, um, all of those coins that are generated, they don't just exactly go directly to us. Um, they get locked into a fund, which can't actually be spent without um, a network consensus on how the how the funds are being spent. Mm -hmm. So they essentially go into a pool um, of a community wallet that. Um, 
people can create proposals around how it's spent. Um, you know, and of course we're going to, we are a community-based coin. Um, we had no pre-mine or ICO and we currently are self-funded and we have like six full-time staff. So there's a bit of a financial burden there. So we will, um, you know, propose, um, propose things into the community fund that will help fund our existing roadmap and also help fund um, marketing initiatives and help fund future projects as well. But, you know, it's not really all about us and even the projects that we put forward would have to be voted on by the community. So it really is sort of taking even the development, even though we're doing a lot of the development, taking the development decisions around what we build and what's valuable to the community really back into the hands of the community. But they'll also be able to submit um, proposals themselves, right? So anyone will be able to submit a proposal. And we're really hoping that it'll sort of just encourage the community to get involved more and to, um, you know, we're, we're open source and we live by that ethos as well. We've got um, developers contributing to our, our code bases and, and we really want everyone to get involved and sort of take ownership of this project a bit more and get paid for the work that they're doing. So. Very yeah. cool. Community funds are really important. You see what goes on with Bitcoin now and, you know, Bitcoin Core essentially has to get, you know, donations every year to uh, ensure that they can, you know, pay people to sit there and make sure yeah. the code's up to date. And that's a crazy situation for the world's most valuable cryptocurrency. Situations like you're setting up, I mean, DashPay, they've got a, a great uh, situation set up as well to fund themselves. You have to self-fund. And I think this is great that the community actually approved of saying, yes, let's do this. We need to have the funding. And there's so many things, of course, that you can spend that funding on. You know, marketing, obviously. And maybe that's uh, what we can move our next question into. What sort of marketing are you looking at moving forward? You know, is there any way, for example, to leverage, you know, brand New Zealand on NavPay? Are you trying to make it non-geographic? Um, well, you know, our, our, our core team is uh, in Auckland, New Zealand. So um, we do have other members from other places around the world. And of course, cryptocurrencies are totally global. So we don't really necessarily... Um, ourselves just to hear but um yeah i don't know i mean um kieran is our is now on board full-time as our as our marketing director um and we've he's only been on board full in a full-time capacity for about three weeks now so we've really been sort of um having huge amounts of planning sessions trying to figure out how we're gonna how we're gonna move the marketing of navcoin forward and you know it's there's just so so many sort of um aspects of it i guess like you know we've got our product roadmap so we're trying to build um really good content around the products um tutorials and and press releases and contact influencers and journalists and get people sort of interested in our product set and time all that to when the product releases are happening with navpay getting released in december and then you know the community fund hopefully launching early next year and we've got mm -hmm. polymorph and adaps and we've got this big roadmap that was sort of mapped out of of the timeline of all these products and there's a huge amount of content and and work to be done and and supporting those um and then you know there's the daily tasks in terms of social media and community management and then there's like long-term branding strategies as well in terms of how do we just get this out to a wider audience that doesn't know about crypto necessarily mm -hmm. and and i think that's that sort of side of things is probably going to be really where we where we do start to use uh, our geographical location is a test case. Um, you know, New Zealand's pretty small. 
um, we there's a lot of sort of small businesses and things here which could really benefit from crypto and we're on the ground here as well so in terms of getting like um, point of sale systems and online retailers and all that type of stuff we can definitely focus some of that around uh, Auckland and around the rest of New Zealand and with proof of stake where we are very eco-friendly um, cryptocurrency so if if the whole clean green New Zealand thing still stands um, we can potentially leverage that angle as well <laughs> That's good. You know, you use what you got. Absolutely. Yeah, I think there's, I was thinking about this earlier when I was trying to come up with some, you know, the, the, what we're going to talk about today. And I was thinking, wow, New Zealand is really a great test case because it is a small country. It's a connected country for cryptocurrency as a payment method, you know, and obviously Bitcoin is problematic because massive transaction fees and things like this. I think, oh, what, 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 yeah. what cryptocurrency could step in to fill that gap? Navcoin. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, we've been around for a while. We have a good track record. We've got fast transactions, low fees, all that sort of stuff. It does um, really fit the bill. And there are some some businesses who are interested in, in working with cryptocurrency now. Um, you know, it's it's kind of hard because, like, yeah, we are a small small country and we are we are good for, like, pilots, uh, pilot programs and stuff like that. But also, you know, um, a lot of our legislations behind a lot of our a lot of the saturation of cryptocurrency is still very low. Not that many people sort of know about it. A lot more people sort of getting to understand it and hearing about it, especially with Bitcoin price going through the roof over the last nine months. Mm -hmm. but, you know, it's still very much in its infancy. Um, so it's something that we are we are hoping to help drive forward as well. Um, and yeah, we just sort of have to see how, how those those interpersonal connections with other business and thought leaders and stuff sort of pan out over the next year, I guess. Yeah, very interesting. I know there's people who are interested in this without a doubt. Um, <clears throat> for example, uh, I've been in contact with uh, like Gareth Hughes from the Green Party. Hopefully I'll get him on one day to actually talk to him, but you know, it's the government's interested as well. So you know, it's about making those right connections, you know, and I can actually add a lot of value to the project overall, having it used by businesses you know walk down the streets in auckland go oh hey i can pay a nav over here at uh this boutique or that flower shop or this bar i can go buy a buy a beer with nav that'd be really cool to see well, personally i'd love to see that so we we did we did start that a little bit last year we did our navcoin conference in a bar in kingsland which um they have a bitcoin atm there uh in newton sorry and and um and we set them up with with the navcoin um uh, payment system and got them accepting nav and th those were the first beers ever bought with nav coin over the counter um so that that was that was that was pretty cool um i mean you know we are also really um focusing on the fact that nav coin is a cryptocurrency and we want to sort of really build on its utility as a currency and as a as a payment platform as well so so we're definitely looking into you know extending our capabilities in terms of payment gateways and debit cards and merchant adoption and mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. Uh, in parallel with, you know, working um, towards um, increasing, well, firstly building and then and then increasing usership of the ADAP platform, which, you know, is, is, is kind of quite a different beast to, to a simple cryptocurrency. But we're going to be working on both these things in parallel and try and sort of build up the profiles of each of these um, pieces of technology as we go along. That's awesome. Now, I have seen that Uquid, 
which is a debit card company for cryptos. They're yeah. incorporating NAV, so that's really exciting. Yeah. And so we, I mean, we, we were on them previously, um, but you know, you've, a lot of these um, debit cards have had problems with their issuers um, pulling them for like AML and KYC concerns. Mm -hmm. um, and Uquid is one of the ones which has been able to secure another deal with the provider, and um, they're offering. Um, a couple of different levels. I think you can either do it just um, without registration, which has like some kind of cap on how much you can use it. And then you can actually fully AML compliant, um, send them proof of address and all that type of thing. And then you get um, like unlimited spending power through their debit card payment provider. So they're about to relaunch that and Navcoin's part of that system. So we're hoping with the resurgence of that, it's really gonna up the utility value of Navcoin as well, because you'll be able to use it anywhere where um, yeah, where credit cards are accepted, basically. Which is pretty awesome, without a doubt. Now, yeah. has there been any conversations about trying to get NAV onto a hardware wallet, working to get that on Ledger, or working to get that on the Trezor, for example? Yeah, so very interesting. I just bought I just bought a Nano S um, not that long ago. I'd had a keep key and a few other bits and pieces um, around, and I'm really impressed with the Ledger Nano S, to be honest. I think it's a awesome little pieces piece of hardware and, and software as well um i guess one of the issues with with putting your nav coin on a cold wallet is that you're not staking them and it is a proof of stake network so anyone with substantial holdings we kind of try and encourage to stake their coins i guess yeah. because it provides network security and it also earns the money and all these types of things so there's a little bit of a misalignment of goals in terms of yeah what what their use cases are but um, we are we have been researching into what's called cold staking. I'm not mm -hmm. sure if you've heard of that. I have heard about that. It's pretty, it's pretty interesting. But tell tell us a little more about it. Yeah, so you can essentially like put your coins into cold storage, and then you can authorize the use of those coins as a staking input without them having to sort of actually be in a hot wallet and be live. So if we're able to implement um, cold staking and, and have that kind of private key signature authorization happen on our on our consensus mechanism, then um, it would enable things like like the ledger and for people to be able to store their coins more securely while they're staking. I mean, we, we offer the Nav Pi, which is the Raspberry Pi that runs a really security conscious version of Linux and very locked down and those types of things. But there is it is still connected to the internet with like your coins in it. So there's always going to be some security risk in running any type of hot wallet. So, you know, as a proof of stake coin, we're really interested in, in cold staking and, and we are looking at ways to potentially um, implement that in Nav coin and then, well, yeah, and then get on board with these hardware style wallets as well. Very cool. Very cool. Now, the, the final questions here I have for you, I suppose, are about uh, exchanges. Now, I've seen that. Have you already been listed on Upbit? Is that correct? So Upbit, um, they they have a NAV BTC pair, but from what I understand, it's it's essentially a proxy for Poloniex. Um, so the trades that are listed on there are, uh, yeah, like a mirror of what's on Poloniex, and you trade through them, but it's kind of like through the Poloniex API. Mm. Um, that and they do that for a lot of coins, I think, and, and then it makes their exchange look more active and all that. That, all that type of stuff but we're, we're very interested in engaging with um the korean community and you know it's a big it's a big new sort of place that's really opening up to cryptocurrency 
And um, they are going to be opening uh, Korean one pair. Um, they haven't given us a date yet, but yeah, they're going to be opening that up soon. So that will be actually natively trading on their exchange. So we're pretty excited about that. That'll be pretty big. Obviously, uh, the the Korean markets has been a major driving factor this year. If you were to talk about it in the top five trends in uh, cryptocurrencies this year, Korea would definitely be on that list. Yeah. And I see that there is a community drive going in order to get navcoin listed over on binance now am i correct in what i've seen that it's a fifty thousand dollar listing fee yeah so um i think it's actually sixty thousand usd but it's, it's it's quite expensive and um you know obviously it takes time and effort to integrate any coin into into an exchange but um you know we are a community coin as i said before no pre-mine no ico so we're operating solely out of um our, our self-funded funds and community funds and stuff like that so it's it's quite a lot of money and and it's definitely something which we sort of feel like if we had sixty thousand dollars to spend on something we could probably have um add more value to navcoin through spending that in other ways but yeah the community's really ra rallied around this i mean binance is um one of the top sort of five or six exchanges in terms of volume and that globally. So getting on there would be really good for Navcoin. And we have been in communication with Binance about adding us. Um, and we are trying to work out some kind of arrangement with them. So I can't really say too much about more about it until Fair we've uh, finalized the details, but just keep tuned for that. We've got some good news coming coming out about that soon. That's, that's really cool. You know, the one thing that I, I saw on when cruising around the boards was actually that how much the communities come together on this. People are actually donating their money saying, yes, take my money, go and let's get listed. Let's make this happen. And I think that's yep. really cool. I think that just shows the incredible strength of the Navcoin community that people are actually willing to put up their own money just to see it get listed on an exchange. I think that's really awesome. Yeah. I mean, we, we love our community and we like, I started out as, yeah, like, you know, we're all part of the community as well. Uh, a lot of our devs, that are still with the team today uh, have sort of risen up from the community and we're, we're very much community focused. And I think that kind of comes through with the level of transparency we have with our weekly updates and how detailed it is. And we're really kind of like, even when there's not massive news, we're just trying to keep everyone abreast of what we're doing. And, you know, we've built a lot of trust and a lot of engagement with our community, especially over the last sort of six to 12 months. And yeah, we want to continue to honor that and continue to have our community trust us and help us and and everyone to move forward sort of together, you know? That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, Craig, I know your time is very valuable. I just want to say a big thank you to, you know, taking your time today to sit down and you know, talk through some of the key points on NAV. I know a lot of people really have been looking forward to to us sitting down and chatting so this has been really great and I, I hope we can catch up in the future you know when uh when we see uh adaps roll out we can have a little another little catch up and you know talk about the details of it when everything gets finalized it'd be really exciting absolutely definitely keen uh and yeah we've got so much going on over the next few months um so just hit us up whenever whenever you want and we'll, we'll try and book in another interview for sure yeah, awesome. that'd be awesome. And to everyone out there and you know, Subscriberland, make sure you guys are following along with all the latest Navcoin news. Follow them on Twitter. Join the Reddit. You know, reach out. You guys have a Slack and a Telegram going, I imagine. Uh, we actually shut down our Slack um, due to all the spam and stuff that sort of has been fair, happening on Fair there. enough. Um, Slack's a mess. We'll transition to Discord, actually, which has a lot sort of better user control. 
Um, but for all of our community sort of channels and stuff, just jump on navcoin.org. Um, there's a community section at the bottom of the homepage that sort of has all of our social links and stuff like that. Okay, awesome, awesome. Craig from Nav, everybody. Thank you so much for taking the time. This has been great. Thank you. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.